0: Who are the biggest winners and losers from week five of the NFL season? All that and more in this episode of the Locked On Dynasty Football Podcast.
1: You are Locked On Dynasty Football, part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Here are your hosts, Marcus Mosher and Kate Madju. Today's episode of Locked On Dynasty is presented by Prize Picks. Prize is daily fantasy made easy. Pick two to five players, and if they score more or less than their prize picks projection, you can win up to 10 times your money on your entry. First time users can receive a 100% instant deposit match up to $100 with promo code LOCKED ON. That's prizepicks.com, promo code LOCKED ON. Welcome into our Lockdown Dynasty Football podcast, everybody. I am Kate Majuk. You can follow me on Twitter at FFBallBlast. And as always, I am joined by my fantastic co-host, Marcus Mosier. You can follow him over on Twitter at Marcus underscore Mosier. Don't forget, hit that subscribe button wherever you are listening. And please be sure to check us out on YouTube where we are posting videos. Not one, not two, not three, not four, but five days a week, baby. We are coming to you live. So uh, Marcus, happy Monday. We are just about to close out week five, and we have got a lot to talk about.
0: You are kind of like the LeBron James of Twitter, so I, g- giving us the not one, oh. not two, not three. Is, is three. <laughs> uh, yeah, let's uh, let's get right into it, because we've got so many players to talk about today. I want to start with the rookie running backs, because I think that's the big story, all right, we, we can mention Damian Pierce. We don't really have to talk about him all that much because we do every show, but 26- Are you
1: air- sick of Damian Pierce?
0: No, I'm I, not sick of Damian Pierce. It's just we kind of know what he is now, right? Like, he's really good. 26 carries for 99 yards and a touchdown. Also added in three for 14 in the receiving game. He's an every-week high-end RB2 with upside. Yep.
1: Uh. Yep, That that's literally all we have to say. He's a must-start. Yeah, uh, must-start rest of the way. He's- And yeah, end of discussion must start.
0: Uh, Let's talk about somebody else. That's a little bit more exciting, at least to me, Kate, even though I love Damian Pierce, Brees Hall. He has officially broken out. He started to play well last week against the Steelers. And then this week was the breakout game. Kate 18 carries for 97 yards and a touchdown. Uh, He also had two receptions for a hundred yards. And if you watch this game, He was about two inches away from two other touchdowns on the uh, 79-yard reception. He brought it to the one-inch line, and then Michael Carter knocked it in. He had two touchdowns in this game as well. But Brees Hall, 197 yards and a touchdown. Welcome to being an RB1 the rest of the way.
1: Yeah, RB3 on the week uh, was just absolutely dominant in every single phase of the game. Uh, Interesting, though, we still saw Michael Carter be plenty involved. And I think this is just kind of a testament to how they're going to try to execute this run game with the Jets.
0: Mm
1: -hmm. Uh, Carter still had 12 touches on the day, as you mentioned, two touchdowns. So I I think there's room for both of these guys to actually be involved in the running game without necessarily taking too much away from the other. Um, I I think like. Sure, give give me, uh, Brees Hall as an RB1, but maybe the bigger takeaway, and less or more surprising takeaway, is Michael Carter, like probably flex worthy on a week to week basis.
0: Yeah, I, this Jets offense isn't bad. Now, they don't get the ball to the receivers when Zach Wilson plays. I don't, I don't get it, but uh, Brees Hall, a good player without overreacting too much. Let's just kind of go through some of the running backs that we would take over Brees Hall in dynasty without really having to think the answer is still Jonathan Taylor. And then how many Kate? Um, I still Deandre Swift. Yes. Okay. Christian McCaffrey. Yes. Najee Harris.
1: Honestly, we're getting close. Um, That's probably the, the cutoff there.
0: Saquon Barkley.
1: I'll still take Saquon.
0: Uh and I, I would have said Javante Williams before last week, but uh no, Austin Eckler.
1: I'll take Austin Eckler.
0: Okay. Oh, so you're a little bit lower on Brees Hall than what the rest of the dynasty community is. Because yeah. right now, uh going into week five, he was RB six. I think you have him probably around RB seven, R B eight, maybe around the would you have him ahead of Joe Mixon and Nick Chubb? I think you would. Yes. Right? Yeah. Yes. Um I'm probably a little bit more bullish on him. I think I would have him over Najee Harris and maybe over... I know.
1: I, I actually think I might have him over okay. Najee. Okay. Najee's Najee's bumping down, guys. Yeah, I yeah. I don't know um as like the biggest Najee Harris fan ever, I I don't know what's going on in Pittsburgh. Jalen Warren looks like the better running back. Um it's unsettling. I don't know if Najee isn't healthy, but Either way, I like this offense. Not fantastic. Yeah. Um, not yeah. just not an ideal situation at all. But the fact that Jalen Warren is looking like the better runner right now is the most concerning aspect
0: of this whole situation. Uh, there was another one, rookie. Yeah, another rookie running back that we should mention. This one's not quite as exciting because of what happened in this game, but. Kenneth Walker, eight carries for 88 yards and touchdown. He had a 69 yard uh, run in this one for a touchdown, but he really only got on the field extensively after Rashad Penny, who's playing really well. He was eight for 54 in this game, went down with an ankle injury that seems like it's going to be one that could potentially end his season, but
1: it's officially a broken tibia. So he is, he is very much likely out for the season.
0: Yeah so unfortunate
1: it's like especially we finally saw the the big Rashad Penny breakout uh in week four was playing really well this week I think you know every like this Seattle Seahawks offense is really catching people by surprise you had Tyler Lockett with two touchdowns like this this entire offense is being more productive than I think any of us would have uh expected but kenneth walker uh, probably rb1 rb2 the rest of the way
0: um just really quickly some pro football focus uh grades before they're officially announced you'll hear him first in this podcast geno smith through week five is highest graded quarterback in the <laughs> nfl um, Leads
1: the nfl in passer rating yeah, i mean
0: how can you not be excited for what Gino's doing right now just playing outside of his mind but do you have faith that Kenneth Walker can be somebody that you can play every single week going forward, and that he's going to produce at least RB two numbers?
1: Like without a doubt, okay, without a doubt. I
0: just Pete Carroll, though. I just sometimes we've seen this with Rashad Penny; he'll get going, and then the next week they'll give him seven touches. And DJ Dallas be getting work, like. But we we trust Kenneth Walker going forward.
1: I mean, I think the fact that you know, like it with. Rashad Penny and those concerns like we really did have Kenneth Walker there as a threat second round pick but you know I without Rashad Penny there like this really is like there's a huge tear break between you know Kenneth Walker Travis Homer like there's a big tear break there and I think that's what separates me uh in terms of my um you know the concern with Rashad Penny versus concern without I think that sure Kenneth Walker is going to touch the ball plenty. Um, Got speed for days that that 69 yard run. That's like he's got breakaway speed. And I think we're going to see that plenty here, especially with the way that offense is playing. I think they're going to be able to to get him in some favorable situations.
0: All right. Let's talk to you guys about prize picks. If you've never played prize picks before, it's it's absolutely incredible. It's so much fun. How does it work? All you have to do is pick two to five players, and if they score more or less than their prize pick projection, you win. You can win up to 10 times your money on any entry. No competing against other people that don't have jobs and just sit home and look at DFS stuff all day. Uh, it's just you versus the projections available. Picks offers projections on just about any sport that you watch. That includes, are you ready, Kate? NFL, NBA, MLB, NHL, PGA, college football, men's college basketball, women's college basketball, soccer, WNBA, eSports, NASCAR, tennis, MMA, boxing, disc golf, Euro basketball, cricket, and more. If I forgot one, they probably still have it. I, they have everything up there. Entries can be made in 60 seconds or less. It is that easy. They are currently operational in over 30 states and in Canada all you have to do is download the Prize Pick app or go to prizepicks.com to sign up and play daily fantasy sports. First time users can users can receive a 100% instant deposit match up to $100 with promo code locked on. That means if you deposit $100, they'll give you $100. If you just decide to deposit $30, they'll give you $30. Don't forget to enter promo code locked on at sign up for an instant deposit match up to $100. All right, Kate, let's run through some other non-ricky performers from week five. We'll, we'll, we'll save the quarterbacks for the end because I got a feeling well, we need to talk about them. But uh, who, who surprised you here in week five? I don't want to talk
1: about a surprise, but I do want to talk about this guy as just such a clear-cut winner. There were two wide receivers that I feel like were in the conversation for wide receiver one in Dynasty Fantasy Football coming into the season. And that was Jamar chase. And that was Justin Jefferson (laughs) and through five weeks, it's not even close Marcus, like Justin Jefferson far and away the wide receiver one um, on pace for almost 190 targets this season, Uh, 1860 scrimmage yards, seven touchdowns Um, every season, Marcus, he keeps adding like another 200 yards uh receiving to his total uh, at least mm-hmm. based on our projections so uh if my math is correct by the time he's in like his 6th season he's going to have like 14,000 scrimmage yards um just like it he has so significantly separated himself i think from Jamar Chase in this race for Wide receiver won a dynasty, and there's not really any
0: debate about that for me. Yeah, I, I, I agree. Justin Jefferson's the, the number one receiver that I want to own right now. I uh, want to mention Game Davis, who pretty clearly the last couple of weeks dealing with an injury, not 100%, missed a lot of practice time. This is the first week he got a full practice in uh, all, you know, all week long. And we saw a 98-yard touchdown to start the game. Also had a, another touchdown in this game, which was somehow better than the 98-yard touchdown and one-handed grab that he kind of stole away from Minka Fitzpatrick. Okay, three catches for 171 yards and two touchdowns on six targets. And it could have been an even bigger day if the Steelers provided any resistance on offense.
1: Yeah, it definitely, definitely something uh, that we have to be excited about. Do we want to keep rolling with the positive? Because I have a negative that I really, really, really want to get to. Go ahead, do a negative. Okay, let's. I, I'm gonna shake it. We can go back to positive, That's but fine. like, I'm That's like fine. itching to talk about this guy. We gotta talk about Matthew Stafford who broke oh. him. Who broke oh. him, Marcus? That he-
0: whole offense is disgusting. And okay, there was a there was a two long plays in this game. Uh, 2 2 Atwell, yeah, remember him, he had a 54 yard reception, and then Cooper Cup had a 75 yard uh catch and run. Other than that, they never had to play over 15 yards the rest of the game. Like that offense is shot.
1: That offense is very much shot. And I mean, Matthew Stafford, I don't really know what to make of of his play right now. I think, uh, you know, I don't know if this elbow really is uh, affecting him in season. Uh, I feel like we were all worried before the season and then the season came and we kind of like let those concerns wash away a little bit. But now that we're seeing him play as poorly as he is, like, I mean, Marcus, he's going to be 35 this year. He's not performing at all uh, as you'd want through like, I, I'll be totally frank. I have a keeper league, Marcus, and I, I dropped Matthew Stafford. Can you guess which quarterback I picked up instead?
0: Uh, Bailey Zappi. Geno Smith. Oh, that's a great trade. You, you upgraded. I no,
1: no, no, it. I upgraded, but like the fact that that's an upgrade and it's like not even a question mark. Like that's pretty insane. Matthew Stafford, QB twenty six on the season. That is behind Baker Mayfield, behind Jimmy Garoppolo, Matt Ryan. Um, like it, it, it's just it's shocking,
0: honestly. Uh, um, and it, it's affecting the receivers. And we talked about this on Friday, Kate. Like. If Allen Robinson has another stinker game, what do you do with him? And what did he do in this game? He had three catches for 12 yards on five targets. Okay, that that brings his season total through five games to 107 yards and a single touchdown. I mean, we were kind of joking about, should you drop Allen Robinson a dynasty? But now I'm seriously asking, like, what do you do with Allen Robinson, especially if you're in a short bench league?
1: I'm still trying to trade him but I mean it I don't I I I still can't figure out how short the bench would have to get but it feels reactionary to me but it cuz like this is still a Sean McVay offense like you have to think that they're going to figure it out Sean McVay always does but like the fact that Justin Jefferson has had more receiving yards in 3 of his 5 games than Allen Robinson does in the entirety of a season so far.
0: Whew. I Whew. mean, okay. Allen Robinson, he is guaranteed $15.5 million next season with the Rams.
1: I mean, that's, that's part of the question mark though, Marcus, in terms of what, what do you do with Allen Robinson? Like they can't toss him away. Like you've got to find a way to get him involved. like, are these growing pains of the offense and like maybe Van Jefferson needs to be there to take things off the top and that'll open. Like, I don't know what the answer is. The, the run game, absolutely atrocious. Like
0: mm-hmm.
1: it's not working. I, I don't know. Again, is it cam Akers? Is it like, what is it for this team? I don't know. There are so many different variables kind of floating around right now, but I feel like, they've got to find some sort of answer because they are too financially invested in Allen Robinson. And, like, I don't know. I, I don't think Allen Robinson is washed just yet, but maybe that's me being overly optimistic. Yeah,
0: It's it's tough. A um, couple other things just to be a downer. Uh, I hate what Chicago is doing with their backfield. David Montgomery got hurt, uh, was it week four? Oh, excuse me, week three. Missed week four. Khalil Herbert looked really good. And then he comes back this week. Clearly not 100%. 12 carries for 20 yards, he did get a touchdown. Khalil Herbert, four carries for 11 yards. Like, I, I don't know. This is just frustrating watching these two. Just let one of these guys be the feature back, and i am kind of like to see it be Khalil Herbert.
1: I mean, I think, like, honestly, there's still a world where you could have both of these guys plenty involved. Like, it's it's not like the passing game has... Has worked all that efficiently. We've seen some uptick in the last couple of weeks, but like, I don't think there's enough to, uh, like that you have to worry about taking away from the passing game. Like, just go ahead, establish the run and, and see what comes after. But like, why wouldn't you be doing that with these two running backs specifically? Like, I, I my, um,
0: one more thing before we move on. Uh, the tight end position is absolutely gross this year. Let me let me just say that. It's it's horrendous. Marcus,
1: we say this every year.
0: Every Announced. year. So here are your tight ends in terms of most points scored in, in PPR leagues. Okay. You've got Mark Andrews at number one, although Travis Kelsey could pass him tonight. TJ Hawkinson had a monster game this uh two weeks ago. And then he put up one catch for six yards against New England. It's Zach Ertz, it's Dallas Goddard, it's Tyler Higby, and then. Taysom hill uh my my question for you is Taysom hill like somebody that you have to start at tight end now or no i mean
1: honestly probably like i think it's disgusting and i'm appalled um
0: but you have to start a tight end who has one catch for two yards of the season through five games but if he's going like
1: if he's going to have five plus rush attempts every week yeah. You kind of have to like, there's, there's not, I, I can't, I, I don't understand it. It's working for them. I, I suppose.
0: Such... I hate
1: the tight end position. Um, It's, it's just, it's kind of gross and oh, wow. it, it's, it's not fun, but like Taysom Hill offers apparently more upside than most of our other options at tight end. So I think you got to start him. Like I I gen I genuinely think right now, uh, with a healthy Kyle Pitts, you have to consider do I want to start uh, Kyle Pitts or Taysom Hill.
0: Or like Dalton Schultz, who I mean, Dalton Schultz has played the last couple of games with the Cowboys, albeit injured. I mean, he's basically done nothing. Like I think he has one catch through two games. Yeah, you're at least take somebody who's gonna get some goal line carries and a chance to score a touchdown, and that's just not Dalton Schultz right now. Nope. Uh all right, let's, uh, let's talk about something even more depressing, rookie quarterbacks. But before we do that, I want to tell you about Bilt Bar. That's not depressing. If you haven't tried Bilt Bar Puffs yet, you are depriving yourself of one of life's greatest joys. And guess what? They have a new flavor out. Are you ready? It's delicious, indulgent cookie dough covered in chocolate. That's right. Built has done it again. Allow me to introduce you to your new favorite Bilt Bar. It is the Cookie Dough Chunk Puff. They have a light, chewy texture, real cookie dough chunks. And, of course, they are covered in 100% real chocolate. All the joys of eating cookie dough without the hassle of making it. Plus, it's healthy for you. Cookie Dough Chunk Puffs are only 160 calories, and they have a whopping 16 grams of protein in them, again, covered in 100% real chocolate. They're perfect if you want to take with you as a snack, or as like a victory Monday if your team like the Cowboys happen to win and you just need something to to celebrate with, uh, go to built.com and use promo code LOCKEDON15 and get 15% off your order. Use promo code LOCKEDON15 to check out the new Cookie Dough Chunk Puff. All right, Kate, let's talk about these rookie quarterbacks. We had three play extensively in Week 5. We knew we were going to get Kenny Pickett and Bailey Zappi. We weren't. So sure we were going to get Skylar Thompson, but let's that uh, go to order. Kenny Pickett, first start. What did you think?
1: Um, it was a roller coaster. There were a lot of ups and downs. Um, but like, yeah, I I think that this entire offense again has some ups and downs. Was pretty surprised at the rushing usage. Had just one carry in this entire game, and I think that was where you really saw him shine in mm-hmm. his original debut. I think like the the Steelers need to be scheming for that and like utilize that mobility that Kenny Pickett has uh and and use that to your advantage like i i i think they're really missing the boat here but again like the Steelers offense Matt Canada i'm not really trusting them to scheme no. uh to play to a player's strengths at this point like it's just not not great, but I mean, hey, three hundred twenty-seven pass yards, one interception, no touchdowns. But I mean, Marcus, the the quarterbacks in general, the the rookies we saw, they all combined um, for a total of uh, let's see, twenty four point six fantasy points yeah. among the three of them. And it, like I would say, Bailey Zappy performed the best out of all of them. Yeah. Uh,
0: Let's uh, talk about him really quickly. 17 of 21. So, I mean, you'd love that efficiency. Oh, 188 yards, averaged nine yards an attempt in at this game. One touchdown, one interception. Um, it, I don't know if he's adding a lot of value to the offense, but I think I think he's going to prove to be a pretty high-quality backup for New England. I think he is one of those guys, if you need a spot start or whatever, I think he's good enough to kind of get you by. I, I, I was probably the most encouraged with Bailey Zappi this weekend.
1: Yeah, I think he definitely took the cake. Let's talk talk about Skylar Thompson though cuz mm. I know Skylar Thompson you have been a huge fan of um what are your thoughts like it, what what do the dolphins do because I don't think uh they can count on him uh, completed just 57% of passes, 166 pass yards, one interception, a passer rating of 58.4 yeah. in his debut and I don't know. it is like he looked so great in the preseason. Is this something where like uh, if if we do see you know these quarterbacks continue to miss time with these head injuries, can they count on Skylar Thompson because they got off to such a hot start and were just absolutely steamrolled by these Jets? Um, I I don't know like what the the Dolphins do in terms of. Like is Skylar Thompson good enough to be the quarterback or the, the backup quarterback for this team? They could really use a Bailey Zappy right now. Yeah.
0: So I, I will say with this, with Skylar Thompson in relation to the other two quarterbacks, like Kenny Pickett and Zappy, got the full week of practice to get ready for this game. Skylar Thompson came in early in the first, first quarter after Teddy Bridgewater got hurt. Like I'm sure Thompson didn't take a single rep in team periods this week because they were trying to get Bridgewater ready to go. Um, So I would imagine when the Dolphins get a a little bit more time to to kind of figure things out, he'll be better. Uh, But he's not the most gifted passer in the league. He doesn't have a huge arm. He's only six foot one. Okay, he's got baby hands, eight and five eighths inch hands. The only quarterback with smaller hands in the league, Kenny Pickett. Like he's just not (laughs) a, a he's not a big arm, big quarterback at all. So he needs to rely on accuracy, timing. And that's pretty hard when you don't get a lot of reps. So I'm sure he's never thrown to Tyreek Kill and Jalen Waddell. Like anytime that he's playing, I'm sure he's playing with all the backup receivers. So I'm not anticipating him getting a lot better, but I wouldn't be surprised if he looks more competent if he has to start next week.
1: Okay. Totally fair. Yeah. I, I think we saw enough in the preseason to, to get At a little amped. Like he give him a little could. bit of
0: time to see what like things look like because, We've seen some of these late round quarterbacks before. They need a year or two before they get settled in the offense.
1: That's totally fair. The only thing I will say, Marcus, let's bring this back to our dynasty rosters. If you are in a super flex and you happen to have one of these rookie quarterbacks on your team, would you rather have like one of these guys in your super flex, or would you be considering, you know, like maybe your your mid tier? Wide receivers uh, or wide
0: receivers because these guys are just going to be so high variance and they're going to be prone to turnovers. And more than likely, the Dolphins and the Patriots aren't going to turn their quarterbacks loose and just let them throw it all over the field. So, yeah, I think the upside's pretty low and the floor's pretty low as well. So, yeah, I, I'm playing Marvin Jones over these guys. Okay. Like... All right. There you they're go. The there... What they want. Yeah. <laughs> Sky lots of Skylar Thompson talk here on the podcast. Yeah. But all right, that is it for today's show. Thank you for making Lockdown Dynasty your first listen every day. Now make your second listen, the Peacock and Williamson NFL show. Brian Peacock and former NFL Scout, Matt Williamson, give you the expert NFL analysis in less than 30 minutes. It's free and available wherever you get your podcasts, all the same places that you would download the Locked On Dynasty podcast. Please go like and subscribe over on YouTube. You can follow Kate at FFBallBlast. I am at Marcus underscore Mosier. Matt and Ryan will be back on Tuesday, Wednesday, and Thursday. Kate, you and I will be back on Friday to preview week six. And we'll see you guys next time.